Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA plus Unity Ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash I am divine 2022. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Hey, welcome to The Funniest Thing, where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. Yes, it does! I'm Daryl. Yes, I'm Ed. And we are broadcasting live from middle school studios in downtown Culver City, the heart of Screenland. What a beautiful morning. Yes. When yes. You, when you're laughing, you're learning. Ooh. When you're laughing, you're learning with Jordan Roberts. In an instant, laughter makes friends of strangers. Eric Butterworth explains it helps us to realize that happiness is not a reactionary emotion but an outpouring of an inner experience of communion. Joy brings us together with the awareness that there is always enough love to go around. And during the second segment, director and screenwriter Jordan Roberts brings us all to our feet with today's daily word, relationships. Ah, Relationships. There's a great little uh, mail we got about a relationship. I thought you might tell us about what you discovered about communion right quick, because I think it'll help tie this whole thing together. Well, the word communication, community. Yes. Commune. Communicate. Yeah. Commune. Yep. Communion. Yes. They all have the same origin. Do you know what that is? What is it? Share. So communication really means sharing. Communion means sharing. Community means sharing. Yes. And communion means share. And you know what? The one thing we all share is this loving God, the loving source. We all come from the same one loving place. And when we realize that. Amazing things happen. Amazing things happen. Coincidences. Yeah. The rotten people in our life lose a little bit of that rottenness. Let's see here. We got a letter last week, and this is perfect because we did an alternate set of three breaths last week. We Daryl had one, and then we switched to another, and Daryl shared the first one we had. And we, the thing was he said, and we, we both affirmed that someone out there is going to love the fact that we shared the breaths that we didn't end up using. And we didn't even know who that would be. Right. So Christina Robom from Oakland, California, let us know. You guys. I'm like three seconds into your latest show, and I had to message you. The original three breaths you were going to use are amazing. I'm transitioning from self-employment to one single job with a boss, and I've had some thoughts floating around about difficulty with this transition. But you just hit it out of the park. All set. Yes, and the three breaths are, I'll tell you them, and then we're gonna, we, then we didn't realize how... Good they were. Yes. 
to clearing things up until we thought a little bit about what each word means. Yes. And the three breaths were, if my new boss is a rotten beaver, I remember God's the ultimate leader. Yes. Ah. Well, and then we realized that a beaver creates dams, and it feels like... Blocks the, the flow. That's right. Blocking the pot. Feels to us at the time that it's blocking the positive flow of life. Yes. So the best thing we could. Whoa. Interesting. All right. <laughs> so how did what you were thinking come out onto the air? I don't know, but I'm, well, I guess I'm <laughs> mastering these metaphysical techniques. And uh, what you're thinking turned into these wonderful breaths. And the thing is, this is the trick in this whole thing. Oh, we got some good reasons. The judgment within ourselves ends up being the real thing that blocks the flow. When we remember that God, there's only one leader. And it's not. this is so much easier said than done at times. We have to really practice it like Daryl and I are doing all the time. But this is a great reminder. So let's take a breath to clear our mind. Uh, if my new boss is a rotten beaver... I remember God is the ultimate leader. Ah. If my new boss is a rotten beaver, I remember God's the ultimate leader. Ah. If my new boss is a rotten beaver, I remember God's the ultimate leader. We have good readings. Yeah. You know, the, the title, When You're Laughing, You're Learning, almost was for another show, really. The more I thought about it today, because we came up with this idea about how most people think that in order for you to teach something, they take that, like the education and the entertainment fly out the window, right? This education is like a serious thing that you kind of got to swallow. Oh. Whether or not you like it, you got to sit there. But the thing is, because if it's not serious and painful, then it's not legitimate. Which is, is the erroneous belief. Exactly. But the perfect thing about having Jordan Roberts on here is that he's a director and a screenwriter. And um, oh, and yes, when you're entertained and and you're you're learning. Yeah, you actually learn so much more. And the good and the good teachers that I've had, they weave in the entertain the entertaining. Oh my think, God, because yes. the thing is, what ideas are we entertaining in any moment? If I'm entertaining the idea that people outside myself are in charge, you know, or that somehow I'm at the whim of, of, circumstance. of circumstance, then I'm I'm going to get serious. And I was thinking about this earlier. I think the whole idea of smart came about as a defense mechanism mechanism from someone who wasn't happy. That's true. So it's because when I'm not happy, I try to be smart with my wife. You know, like. She'll, she, she, if she asks me something and I'm trying to be um, – try to pretend that I'm not as miserable as I might feel at that moment, that's when I can come up with all these rational things. Oh. And but when I'm happy, I'm laughing. And when I'm laughing, I'm learning. Oh, I've got it. You know why? Why? I just jotted this down when I was on my walk yesterday. It's funny that you should just say that. Yeah. Because yes. I was walking. And right. another good thing to do if you go on your walks uh, – if you have a favorite podcast that doesn't have to be ours or or a book on tape yes. that's inspiring, yes. try that. Like mix that up. You know, I, I like listening to music a lot of time, but every once in a while I'll change it up. And I was listening to a book on tape, which is The Power of Decision. We've read from that book by Charles Barker. It's a great one. Highly recommended. Any books we talk about or read on the air, you can go to DarylNed.com. There's a reading list. You can click and order them from Amazon. And he didn't say uh, this, yes. but it unlocked some of the dams the rotten beavers were building in my brain. Right. And then I realized, wait a minute. When I'm laughing, my mind is free of limits. So if I want my mind to be free of limits, I can choose to laugh and get a higher perspective. Because think about it. When you burst into laughter, everyone knows like everyone in the audience around you may seem like strangers. Now you're all like, yeah. Yeah, it's an actually great. a higher order of wisdom yes, is. that is easily overlooked when my mind is desperate or fearful or 
my mind becomes this like despotic ruler that knows everything. Well, it's limiting, but it's, and, and yeah, laughter and it feels tears bad. the limits off. And the feeling underneath is what tells us whether we're on the beam of God and inspiration or or off. And laughter is a sure sign that we're getting back on. Well, here, smart people fall for this. This is from. Smart people. When we think we're smart people, is what I mean. Not just smart people. You know, because we also said that seriousness, remember, is. Wait, I can't remember, and I was the one who said it's it. A scare, it's basically oh. a scared child pretending to be an adult, yeah. or acting like an adult. That's right. It's, it's seriousness is fear, fear disguised as a, trying to disguise myself as a grown-up. Yes. Oh, yeah. dude, it's so Like true. an adult. Well, this is from The Power of Spoken Word. And funniest thing, if yes. anyone's in 12-step groups, right? Uh, one of the books they read from is the book Alcoholics Anonymous, and they call it the big book because it's a big, giant blue oh, book. Because yes, yes. you whack people over the head with it right. first, so I then they're rece- your traditions. So, you so then they're yeah. receptive to the information. Okay. Well, one of the people that they were the the founder was enamored with, and Emmett Fox was enamored with, was Florence Scovel Shin. Got it. Yes. And if you reread, if you have this book at home and reread pages forty four to forty five. You'll see where the author of the book, who's, uh, you know, of the Alcoholics and Oz book, was inspired. And here it is in a paragraph. Yes. It says, God's gift to man is power, power and dominion over all created things, his mind, his body, and affairs. All unhappiness comes from lack of power. Man imagines himself weak and the victim of circumstances, claiming that conditions over which I had no control caused his defeat man by himself is indeed a victim of circumstances but linked with god power all things are possible and isn't ironic that joy is the strength of the lord not seriousness yeah and the worse we feel the truth is the better off we are but the harder we're struggling against how good our life is i don't want to see it like this morning i had some times my wife's birthday we walked down the main street to the shop and my mind this morning was like Feeling guilty about all the freedom my job is giving me right now. Everyone else is running around, but my job really starts slowly right. in the school district. And I was feeling unworthy of all that freedom, and I was feeling worse and worse. And I first I thought I should chew into this and figure out what this is about, and then I just stopped because it felt so bad. The more I dug and I listened, I heard the voice inside me just telling me, "Relax." You deserve the good. You didn't take this freedom from someone else. God, you know, is give blessing you with this freedom. The more I appreciate it, the more I'm blessing everyone. My life starts to make sense because my life is already so much better than I was imagining it to be. So the key is to realize how good it is and then expand from there, not sit around and mope and, you know. So listen to this from uh, Eric Butterworth, Celebrate Yourself. The Law of Vibration is the name of the uh, – the chapter, he says, ask yourself, am I part of the solution of the problems around me or am I part of the problem? If you react with anger or bitterness or fear, you're projecting negative vibrations and thus you're part of the problem. Unless you want to perpetuate conditions around you, you must change your thoughts about them. Yes. Jesus said to let your light shine. One with positive vibrations of light emanating from him can walk into a room and his presence is immediately felt as a harmonizing influence. True. And let me tell you, when, when my wife was in the jewelry store um, looking for something, it was her birthday, and she we actually had some credit. That's why we were like, oh, let's just go there and use the credit. Right. And so she was walking around, and I was still in and out of feeling good and bad. So I sat down at this little bench near there. I let, you know, let my wife walk around and do her thing, and I started – Listing all the positive thoughts I yes. that were going through my head, but that were you know where I was having trouble focusing on, oh, and I just idea. started writing them down on a note in my phone. Yes, and as I wrote them, it was like I was anchoring them or digesting them or whatever I was doing. I was thinking uh, about them more, and I started yes. feeling the truth in them. Going, wow, this stuff's amazing. When I walked back into the the, the jewelry store, I was like a whole Different new person, person. and yeah. I remembered how much my wife was to me because. Everything was starting to feel negative before that. But once I got in that flow, I literally was a whole new person. I was so oh. happy to see everyone. I was excited about the show. Ah, so much better. You reminded me of a, so many things. I mean, the main thing is, and we've talked about this, what we appreciate appreciates, but it's so hard to turn to the things 
that we're grateful for yeah. when we're feeling bad. And that's exactly the thing we ought to do. It's the only solution. Digging deeper into why I'm upset right. is only – I'm only now contributing to the problem. Yes. People go, well, you're living in denial. Wait a minute. Would you say a man running from a burning building is living in denial because he's not sitting in the fire trying to figure out where it started? Or is he running towards life? Yes. And so when I do, when I, you know, have to eliminate that, well, wait, I got to get to the bottom. No, no, no. I need to get to God with a gratitude list or what have you. And and I don't want to, you know, no, no, no. But as soon as we do, it instantaneously transforms us from the inside out. And you have to admit that it's a, it's easy. It's sometimes it helped, like today I thought it helped me to say a part of me is kind of depressed and upset because there's so many other parts. But like you said, I'm having trouble like listening to any of the other ones. I'm right. letting that one lead the show, oh, you know? Yes. You know what happened to me this morning? I was thinking negative yeah. about things. And then I said, wait a minute. I'm going to just elevate and watch my thoughts. Uh-huh, yes. And it was amazing how now I'm like the uh, psychiatrist observing the patient. Yeah. Well, when that happens, I instantaneously, those lower thoughts, I want to be a good patient. I don't want him to see me yeah. <laughs> thinking all these negative right. thoughts. So instantly, I had a laugh at myself because once I got into that, the objective view of my thinking, like watching the thoughts as they're coming by, I was like, wait a minute. Like, what yeah. would, if I was the doctor, I'd be like, oh, this is this is crap. Look at this. Yes. bozo! Come on. That's nonsense. Well, that's like the subconscious mind really is the child. And, and our job is to bless it. So and what we what happens is when the angry child star or whatever uh, starts to run the show. It's all hell breaks loose because a kid can't run the show. No, not not in the way we're talking about it. But once it once we step back and become the joyful parent, the loving parents and and just observe, it starts to go, whoa, it feels safe. And it starts to go, wait, I don't want to act this way. This is just like in your case. Yeah. Well, because you sat down and observed the child instead of being that little child in that moment. Right. And all of a sudden it naturally started to transform, which makes me think of our title because when I feel that way, I start laughing at myself. Yes. And that's when I know I'm learning. That's yes. when I'm getting back in the flow because I get a good laugh at myself for how absurd the things I was thinking are. Yes, they are. They're very absurd. And it's actually it's, – it also works with people too. Yes. Is if I don't react. Yes. And I, and I act like the you know like I'm taking a higher view and remain quiet as best I can – and bless the situation, that person will come around toward love again as well, or the situation will. Well, let me say this right before you read that, too. This is perfect for work about the rotten beaver, the boss. There's no, like, the best thing I can do is when I walk into a situation, no matter what anyone's title is, I see myself as the creative director of the whole thing, not as some scared employee. Because as a scared employee, I bring out the fear in the other person, but as a as a joyful creative director, I bring out the best. I give them a space where they can relax and go, oh, I'm in good hands. And it's a totally different experience. Well, and, and Emmett Fox gives us a, a real simple way to yes. apply this. This is great. In any situation, when you're communicating or in and today's topic is relationships with anyone. Yeah, how you relating to anything or anyone. anyone. And this is from Power Through Constructive Thinking. Yes. DarylNed.com, the reading list. You yes. find it there by Emmett Fox. And it says, every relation in life will be found to depend upon the ability to make harmonious personal adjustments which is negotiation in such matters as family and personal disputes, as well as in those things more usually considered under the head of business. The same principle will be found to apply with even greater force if possible. Now the secret of successful negotiation can be put into a nutshell. It is this see God on both sides of the table. Claim that God is working through both of you, through yourself and through the person with whom you are dealing. Do not seek by willpower to get your own way, but affirm that God's will in that particular matter is being done. Remember that your own way may not be all that good for you. The very thing that you want today may turn out next week to be a nuisance or even a misfortune. 
Do not try to overreach the other man to persuade him against his will or to take the slightest advantage of him in any way. But state your case honestly to the best of your ability. Do only what you think is right and know that God is living and working in your life. Then, if you do not make that sale, you will make a better one instead. If you do not get that job, you will get a better one. If you do not make the arrangement that you saw today, a better one will present itself tomorrow. Never allow yourself to be strained or tense or overeager. God never hurries. He works without effort. In dealing with the fellow man, put God on both sides of the table, and the outcome will be true success for both parties. Uh, and that's the truth with job applications. I mean, I've learned this from Mike Dugan, my mentor, never to lie on an application for an apartment or a job, no matter how much you think you should have it, because it, that's fear. And any action taken with fear has the seed of its own destruction. You're going to get a job that you're not really going to like because it really wasn't the job Correct. for you. And you stole it from the person who would have been the perfect fit. Well, yeah, you had a good chapter in your book. Bless your miserable boss and she'll love you for it. That's that true. Goes along these exact same lines. It's just, it, like you said, you end up in the right place at the right time. Oh, and, and it's always better than you even could have imagined the, posi- the original position you thought would be. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So coming up next, director and screenwriter Jordan Roberts brings us all to our feet with today's daily word, relationships. So thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Unity Online Radio brings you inspiring programs on a variety of spiritual topics. Giving to the network is now easier than ever. Simply text Unity Radio to 72727 from your smartphone. You can make a one-time or recurring donation. Your gifts help us offer enriching spiritual programs that reach listeners around the world. Text Unity Radio to 72727. Thank you for your support. Did you know that the Buddha gave us the formula to create a beautiful, abundant life? Did you know that Jesus gave us the formula to create a beautiful, abundant life? Did you know that both these masters taught exactly the same thing? And guess what? They did not teach the law of attraction. They taught the great paradox of prosperity. You can have anything you want. Why, you can have things you don't even know you want. But not by wanting them. Instead, put your attention on the vibrant presence of the divine within. Do that and your life will change. It has to. That is the natural order. Want to crack the code on the great paradox? Get Janet Connors' The Lotus and the Lily. Available everywhere great books are sold. Ever notice that there might be something not quite right but you just can't put your finger on it? We may describe it as an inner stirring, a restlessness, a yearning to find our way home to our heart and higher purpose. Some of us may feel like we are living on borrowed time, that despite our accomplishments, what was once so important to us now just feels empty and meaningless. If you find your heart longing, wanting, Looking for a path home to authenticity and purpose? Join us for transformation, inspiration, hope, and possibility. Move toward your higher calling. Listen to The Call of Spirit with Evelyn Foreman and tune in to Possibility every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Central Time here on Unity Online Radio.
This is Reverend Ellen Devonport at Unity Village. Unity is supporting our friends who are dealing with the aftermath of Hurricane Harvey. Unity of Houston has offered to be a clearinghouse for donations that it will use to help others in the area. Or you could give to the Red Cross or other agencies, or just Google Harvey How to Help. But the most powerful thing you can do is to pray. Call Silent Unity 24-7 at 1-800-NOW-PRAY or go online to unity.org. We are all one, and we will get through this together. You're listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, or email us at funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to Funniest Thing. All right. We got a great episode, When You're Laughing, You're Learning, with That's guest right. Jordan Roberts. Uh, we are very excited for him to join us. A quick paragraph from Myrtle Fillmore, How to Let God Help You. You cannot hope for peace and joy and health and plenty and opportunity for greater development as long as your subconscious mind is weighed down with old burdens. When you desire with all your heart to live the life God has planned for his children, that life is revealed in the indwelling Christ mind. That's the intuition. That's the inspired thoughts. You will find old beliefs and habits crumbling, and you will face the necessity for building a new faith, which is what we talk about. Yes, living in the here and new. New new ideas. A new idea changes everything. We want to take a moment, speaking of new listeners, we want to take a moment to thank our listeners. Uh, we really appreciate you tuning in, sharing the show, telling other people about it. Writing, we really us love it. Oh yeah, iTunes and write a review. Yes, that's write like, a short review on iTunes. In terms of helping our show get out there, that's like the best thing you, one of the best things you can do, if not the best. So please write a review. Yeah, it takes just iTunes. a few seconds, easy, right from your phone. Yeah, we had a uh, a letter from a fan, new fan, Gabriel Perez. I'm just going to read it quickly. Um, he was responding to a show that he listened to. In which I, I I was with a friend at a coffee shop. I had showed up. I knew she was a little cagey on the way over there because she was questioning. It was tuck and roll to save your soul. Yeah, she was questioning whether or not I I should be choosing the shop or she should and all this. And so I, I kind of had a red flag, but I went anyway. Then when I went to offer, I I ordered us coffees. No, I was going to buy order us coffees, but she said that she needed to. She had some issue with me. As I was like, needed to be talked about. And inside it, the whole thing just felt so off. That's turd soup. So I went and I bought the coffees, and, and the, the spirit within me kind of just said, let's just get out of here. Anytime someone approaches you and say, we really need to talk, what they're really saying is, I need to punish you for something right now. <laughs> That's what they're saying. Because exactly. if you really need to talk or you're just joyful or if there's something, it's easy to just share it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and when you realize you're not a prisoner, that's when it's easier then you to receive bless. it and yeah. receive it. Yeah, it's also easy when when I realize I'm not a prisoner of someone, it's easier to just walk away and realize I don't have to sit here. Why would I sit that's here right. and listen to this? So anyway, he said that after listening to that and thinking it through, because at first he was like, "Was that a loving thing to do to walk away?" He said, "I realize that expressing our own godly DNA isn't a series of prescriptions to be followed like a recipe book." It is first being love as God is love, then following through whatever path it may take. From there, every act, whether by faith that moves mountains or giving all I have to the poor, is a true manifestation of God in us as we are made to be, bringing healing, peace, love, and joy in ways that can only amaze. Thanks for the show. I'm a new fan and follower of the show. I drive a lot in my job, and I enjoy listening because it helps me cultivate matters of the spirit and reduces the mindless meanderings that I can do on long drives that benefit me not. Be renewed by the renewing of your mind. I have found this to be an active and enjoyable way to do this. Thanks again, Gabriel. That's a good one. That's a really good one. If you want to send us anything through the mail, funniest thing, P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. You can go to our website, com. There's a contact form. You can email us or go to our Facebook, Funniest Thing fan page on Facebook. and email, uh, Comment or message us there. Yeah, we have an Instagram page. We put up videos and stuff that talk little short versions of this all the time. There's a great one with uh, Laughing Yogi Siri Gopal that we re- recently posted. So check it out. And before we pull on our guest, we have a few people we want to thank. Most of all, 
the audio engineer, Jeff Comfort. This guy produces everything. He engineers. Did, I mean, every, we we've been doing this for nearly five years, and we've never had any issues nope. with our broadcasting or the editing of the show. Nothing. Only with each other and other things, but never with the sound or anything else. No, and the, so each week we are grateful to Jeff Comfort because he takes us. Right into the comfort zone. Yeah. And a quick shout out to Message of Hope, which is an outreach of the Daily Word. So if someone you know uh, needs spirit, they provide free spiritual materials to those uh, in Braille or audio and CD to people who are blind or visually impaired. You could reach them at 866-421-3066. We also like to give a shout out to the prayer line, which is 1-800-NOW-PRAY or 800-669-7729. It's been around consistently, nonstop, for 125 years, 24 hours, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Started out as a phone line. I got to give them a lot of thanks because this week, lo and behold, my parents went to stay with my niece 45 minutes out of Houston. Right at the perfect time to hit Hurricane Harvey. The Harvey Wallbanger. Now, the funny part was, the first little miracle was my grandfather, my mother's father, was named Harvey. So that's so a I, good that sign. That gave me some hope. All right. Harvey, bless my parents. Then I went to the prayer line, prayed with them. They sent me a, an email. What's amazing is, first first thought was, oh, they're like 45 minutes north of, of, of Houston. They won't get hit. Not true. The hurricane did reach that far, but what happened was the their neighborhood that my my brother and his wife just happened to buy their house in yes. was the only one in their entire area that did not get flooded. Of course, isn't that amazing? It was like literally everywhere, even at the the very edges of their neighborhood. Isn't that amazing? Their their neighborhood not flooded at all. Remarkable. So I'm really grateful to, that I had the, a prayer line to pray with us. My mother actually requested that I call the prayer line. That's great. Because yeah. the prayer line is a non-denominational prayer line. You, there's no strings attached. They will yeah. not harvest your email. You will not be asked for any donations whatsoever. Yeah. It's just uh, uh, the most sincere, one of the last, you know, uh, uh, generous, you know, shows of generosity right uh, as far as prayer goes I- i've ever encountered and it's still going on and that's 800 now pray 800-669-7729 and they have an app the letter u the word pray and even the app is free and that brings us to the daily word which i've been reading for 31 years yes and um we got a great guest if you're interested in getting the daily word you can go to darylned.com and the daily word loves that we we don't make any we pay for the privilege to share yeah. these principles. We don't make anything off the books or anything we're, we're, anything we're, we're promoting is only because it's things we've used. You like to quote Andrew Kiedis from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's right. What does he always Give say? it away, give it away, give it away now. Yes. And our, yes so. so the Daily Word, you can, they've given us the, the lower than their um, introductory rate on their website, which yes. is, comes to less than three cents a day. And if you're not worth spending three cents a day on yourself to enlighten yourself every morning or throughout your day, there's nothing Daryl and Ed can do well, for you. Well, we were describing our subconscious mind like a little kid earlier. Daryl and Ed are kind of like the kids on this show. Every week we have to bring in an adult. That's right. But we have got one last thing oh, to just remind him about yes. being a little kid. And if you're really – this is the best part. If you're still like on – because you're being a little kid and going, yeah. screw Fazaro. I'm not going to spend three cents on myself because he just said I should. Right. Well, great. We got good news for that person, too. Oh, yes. You could read it every day for free on either dailyword.com or on our homepage at darylned.com. So you don't even have to yeah. spend the money. I just like it because I love carrying the little book around in my back pocket like Denzel and if Washington. You're still scared, just hang on for a few minutes because. That's why we bring in our guests. They're like storytellers, like for nap time for Daryl and Ed. Yes, they're grown-ups. Daryl, who is our guest today? Our He's guest? a friend of yours. Oh, my God. This guy, I'm going to be totally honest. I met him not too long, not too very long ago. Right. 
And he was in the middle of wrapping up a movie he was working on called right. Burn Your Maps. Burn Your Maps. And, you know, whenever someone tells you about something they're working on, it's always an iffy thing. Because, Especially in this area. Well, in this area, because it could either just be nothing but nonsense or it could be legitimate. <laughs> yes. But the real scary part is when they invite you or, you you know, you got to go look uh, at Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Well, <laughs> so what do you think? So what do you think? Right. Oh, my God. The good news is I've been to enough of these things where – I go with a very, like, I don't want to say low expectations because that's not what it is. But I go with a very open mind, like objective. Yeah. You know, and uh, Lori couldn't go to the the event, right. you know, the screening here in Los Angeles. Right. So a friend of ours who works at. Hey, Leslie. A friend of ours who works here in town is an actress. So I asked if she want to go. Ingenue. You know, she's an ingenue. And we went. Yes. This movie is so I couldn't I mean it just keeps breaking your heart open like wow. in a loving way so it's like the first the first half hour I'm like okay okay that was good the the kid in the neighborhood befriended this little kid oh my god uh-huh. okay there can't be too much more of this then it goes a little deeper and I'm like oh my god uh-huh, this is uh-huh. and it just you feel it's one of those movies that I love but I'm always reluctant to go see right. you know what I'll go see Arnold blow people up like a cartoon oh, of course, before yes. I go to one of these movies. But when I, but I always know yes. like these are the movies I should be watching more of. Yeah. This movie, oh, my God. If you get the chance to see Burn Your Maps, however you see it, yes. whether you rent it online or whatever, right. it, we give it a 100% seal of approval. And not only us, I saw on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. That the viewers gave it a hundred percent rating as well, and rightly so. Well, bring the lad on, we'll and we got him right here. Uh, he actually directed it and wrote this film. Yeah, and his name's Jordan Roberts. Hi, Jordan. Hello, guys. Pleasure. Oh my god. Can you gosh. hear me? Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. I, I hope we didn't embarrass you with all those compliments. <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, I appreciate it a little bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm the same way. You know what Mark Twain said? He never felt comfortable with compliments because afterwards he never really felt like the person said quite enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The wonderful um, collision of low self-esteem and grandiosity. Yes. Right. <laughs> yes. And I know. I know the dominion. Well, um, nice to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, we're so happy to have you. Yeah, yeah. Should we get into the Daily Word and then go from there? Yeah. You have it there? A- absolutely. Uh, yes. The date is Wednesday, August 30th, 2017. The subject is relationships. And here we go. I am the hands, feet, eyes, and voice of God. Love has been called the glue that holds the world together. So I arrive to develop relationships that both feed my soul and bless others. Mm. I give thanks for friendships and family members and endeavor to treat all people with respect. I act toward others in the way I want to be dealt with. If I feel I have been treated with less respect than I deserve, I take the high road. I put myself in the other person's place and I respond with compassion and forgiveness. Communication is key to building and maintaining relationships. I take part in the exchange of ideas encourage dialogue, and inspire growth. My kind, considerate words and actions help create an environment of peace. I am the hands, feet, eyes, and voice of God. I give you a new commandment that you love one another. John uh, chapter 13, verse 34. Ah, This is phenomenal. When you're reading it, I can't help but think as a director and as a screenwriter, uh, it really uh, is a good one for you because in the modern age, we, the, our, our title today is your la- When You're Laughing, You're Learning. And we were talking about you specifically when we thought about it that we learn so much from movies because it, it actually engages us on every level, emotionally, laughter, whether it's breaking our heart and crying, yes. those, those tears, but it's like... Uh, so in, in that way, you, I mean, you are the hands, feet, and eyes and voice of God for the people who are coming in to check out your uh, yeah. film. What we learn the most from entertaining yeah. uh, things, right? More than we do from a person standing in front of the room. Giving some dry, giving some dry <laughs> delivery. <laughs> delivery, yes. 
Yeah, we we sit in these theaters, and even if it's our living rooms, and we there's a part of this that can not always, but can open up, and uh, we're in some ways it's a safer environment for us to, you know, go into our hearts. That's for sure true for me. How did you get inspired to do this film? Because this film is really, I mean, it really is made me afterwards really take an objective look at how could I trust my intuition even more? And, mm-hmm. and you know, without being so fearful, like, well, I don't really deserve to fly first class. <laughs> you know what I mean? To just right. allow myself to be kind to myself. That's what the movie made me mm-hmm. feel encouraged to do more of. Well, that's nice. Um, let's see. Uh, first off, I'm, I'm, I, I recently recognized some traits that weave through what I do. I've been doing what I do for 25 years and written, you know, 50, actually 62 screenplays in Hollywood, most wow. of which obviously haven't been made. But uh, I've been at it for a while, and there tend to be some common denominators of the work, and one of them is certainly transformation. I'm fascinated by it, uh, and I'm interested in it. I'm interested in vulnerability and the transformation that comes as a result of vulnerability, um, as a result of uh, facing the challenges that vulnerability presents. So I was primed for a story like this when I read a 17-page short story called Burn Your Maps by a wonderful writer named Robin Joy Leff. You can find that uh, short story online. Again, it's Burn Your Maps. Her name is Robin Joy Leff. And it's a beautiful, uh, I think it's probably 17 or 18 pages, but it's essentially the first maybe 10 or 15 minutes of the movie. And it's just the story of a young boy who refuses to take off his Halloween costume Uh, He's dressed as a Mongolian goat herder. And the short story is about the difficulty that presents to a a couple, uh, a married couple, a father and mother. Uh, And that was the jumping off place. Um, What I loved about the story is that it it was a very short but very uh, powerful and honest uh, glimpse at a marriage in the sense that it presented a couple that were were at odds with each other and – and yet, and they, they come to blows, not literally, but they come to um, a very violent uh, disagreement about how to respond to this child. Right. And then as a result of that misstep, as a result of that, we can get into that a bit, how, how important I find that is in my own personal life and in, in, the, in the life and uh, the work that I do, that it is, it is the fall that presents the opportunity for grace and the story captured that without ever dipping into the theological inkwell. It, yes. it just understood that the mistake this couple made, um, each of them made in, articu- in articulating their point of view to the other and the, and the aggression and the, the unkindness that was expressed and the violence, literally, um, is the father loses his temper and rips the room apart and tears apart the young boy's clothes and, But the direct result of that breach is an opening, the possibility of an opening that in the story, this author took those two people to that place. And it was just incredibly moving to me to find a a marriage snapped only to be uh, sort of uh, reconstructed or rekindled uh, in a stronger manner. And I was just very, very moved by it. And so, you know, that was the story. And I decided I would like to turn it into a film. Uh, again, at the center of it is a is a very, quote unquote, commercial notion, a visually compelling idea of a little eight year old American boy who's making paper, uh, making paper goats out of toilet paper. And, you know, is, is convinced he's a Mongolian goat herder. And that image is very powerful to me and it was very evocative and I knew could sort of carry the weight of a film, but I knew the film would be about a couple and it is. And uh, I just exaggerated it very early in the film. You recognize that this couple is having difficulty because they've lost a baby not that uh, uh, long ago. And, and I'm not giving anything away. You learn that within a couple minutes of the film. And, and that was the context that I wanted to examine marriage under an enormous amount of pressure and I wanted to examine identity, and I wanted to examine, as you said, Daryl, um, 
how do we how do we listen to that that voice inside us that's calling us someplace even though it's bonkers yeah well you know what's good it wasn't so bonkers because maybe it was intentional or unintentional because the the whole story is everyone including the father the mother the child of course but everyone in the story it was almost like the wizard of oz they all listened eventually love started seeping through all of them no matter how hard they were restricting the flow at the time which is really a great metaphor for the truth of our existence because no matter how hard we fight it and no matter how you know swimming even in the wrong direction and coming to a horrible bottom or getting in a whole bunch of trouble or denying it or feeling depressed that positive flow of life continues to seep in and seep in that grace is always there yeah it just keeps changing its face that's right right. like in the case of that short story and the way you describe that it's that we cross this line where we're afraid and we think we've done all of this but the love just rearranges itself yes so then speak through the new situation in a whole new way and even in a better way because Usually all that explosion is just all the pent-up love, packing the musket for it. That's right. Because there's nothing that feels worse than uh, holding in our joy and the gifts that we have to share and who we really are. That's where the pain comes from. You know what, Jordan? I'm going to share something with you. I didn't didn't have a chance to share with you that. When the movie started and I saw where it was going with the little boy, uh, when my parents split up, my brother is several years younger than I am, and I was young at the time. So he was probably about five or six, probably just five years old. And I was eight or nine. And my mom left and we were being raised by my father. And my brother became Francis the cat. Like he was fine when he went to kindergarten school. But as soon as he got back in the house, he was Francis the cat. He'd like walk around like meow like a cat. My father just goes, ah, just feed the kid on the floor, Daryl. He's not eating at the table. So he'd put his plate down. He would eat like a cat. We dragged in a refrigerator box because he wasn't sleeping in his bedroom. So we dragged in a refrigerator box for him to sleep in like a cat. You know, my and it was odd is my father out of his, you know, he was very gruff and he was very, you know, pretty mean spirited disciplinarian. But in his reluctance to know how to deal with this, he just allowed it to run its own course. You know, and my brother snapped out of it the day uh, President Nixon resigned. And I remember because we were watching it on TV in the living room. My brother, my father's on the couch smoking a cigar. And all of a sudden, Nixon is now starting to cry at the microphone. And I don't know what's going on. I'm only 10 or so. Right. And my brother all of a sudden decides to take off all his clothes and he starts streaking through the house. Now, this is after about a year and a half of being Francis the Cat. And he starts going around in circles in front of the TV, through the living room, the kitchen, back in front of the TV, you know, the kitchen, living room. And then he stops and he faces the TV and he's only about a foot away from it. And my father's trying to look around him, and all of a sudden, my father takes his cigarette out of his cigar out of his mouth and goes, "Eric, you pee on that TV, and I'll break both your goddamn legs." And my brother <laughs> just goes running out of there, laughing. He jumped up onto his refrigerator <laughs> box, it caved it underneath him, and he just—that was the end of Francis the Cat. And not too long ago, I asked my brother, I said. You know, I mean, now he's, you know, he became a professional. He's in law enforcement. He's a federal agent. And (laughs) he's like a real adult, better than me. And I said, you know, why were you Francis the cat? You know, I thought I'd get an answer from him. You know, I really was curious. And he said, I thought that was a good name for a cat. I don't know. And I'm like, (laughs) what? No, I didn't mean the name. (laughs) But when I saw that, it really, that was the first thing that touched me. I was like, Okay, so this isn't that uncommon. And you know, we just talked yeah. about this. The two most healing words yes. in the universe, you know, that we could hear, the most effective communication goes off in our own heads first when we're identifying with somebody's, me too. You yes. know, I realized we share something in common, yes. which is what communication means, what we learned at the top of the show. Yes. That is right great. on. 
Awesome. <laughs> I thought that's that nice I, I was hoping you were going to share that. <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I want to, I want to just tug us back to this notion that, because it's, it's implicit in this, um, it's implicit in the daily word reading today as well. It's just this, that, that how it happens is as a result of something going wrong. And, uh, in other words, in this case with the boy, it's, he's just, he's just lost. And, uh, he's wandering, he's looking for a way, but everyone, as you said, is lost in the story. And I think one of the things that drew me to the, the, the short story, and it's, it's certainly alive in the film, is just this idea of how lostness and how um, coming to the end of our capacities uh, provides us with what we commonly refer to as grace. And I read yeah. recently, someone, the quote was that the fall and grace are both the acts of a loving God. Mm-hmm. And Yeah, that makes fall, sense. There's no grace. And I just find that, again, stripping it of theology, it's just my human experience that virtually everything that happens to me that is soulful happens as a result of my reaching the end of my human capacity. Yes. You know, my lonely human capacity. Well, that's where laughter is learning is so key. And that's why we love Siri Gopal, because. We can actually choose to laugh in the face of something. Is the laughing yoga? Yeah, we can choose to laugh in the face of something that our brain is telling us: do not laugh. That's right. This is wrong. This is bad. This is serious. Serious. But if we choose to laugh, choose to say thank you, even that's because uh, we don't have to struggle so hard. The big fall comes from struggling against it. That our brain is going: no, no, not this, not this. And then we react to that, and that's what causes that's the right. mess. And then eventually I give up because I just, you yeah. know, you fall. So that's the good. We can choose to fall and go, wee! Faster! Thank you, here we that's go. Because right. we have wings. Well, that's, you know what? A lot of times the word humility gets a weird yes. meaning. Yes. You know, I'm humble. But it just means how quick am I willing yes. to release my need to control this situation, yes. whether I'm choosing to control Correct. it by yes. resisting it, I'm never going to call that guy again, uh-huh. or whatever the resistance is, how quick I could either choose yeah. humility, and it becomes a healer of my pain because now grace comes in, yeah. and I'm laughing again, yes. or I can continue to hang on until I'm going to hit, yeah. a, I'm going to fall, like Jordan's saying. Right, right. It's funny, it just made me realize that my brother was cured when he started laughing, yeah, and he released all the Amazing. whatever it was that he yeah. was his little mind couldn't handle because he, he was got fine. Butt naked, no defenses. <laughs> I know. Wee! Yeah, nudity is a terrific metaphor for the the, the proper space and the proper uh, wardrobe for humility. I mean, it really is. <laughs> It's uh, it's not that doesn't surprise me. So he was sort of acting out of some deeper archetypal uh, urging. Um, so good on him. Good on him, hey, dude. Jordan, I got to be naked with you. This has gone so fast, but we got to wrap yes. up the show before we get out of here. Um, we want to thank you for your time for coming on. There's so much more we could talk about. I feel bad cutting it off, but you know, yeah, show, we got, that's show business. <laughs> yeah, that's show business. <laughs> it was a pleasure chatting with you guys. Oh, thank, thank you, you so, so much. much, man. We appreciate your time. All right, let's see here. Oh, quick. Doreen Virtue says, you'll always be troubled if you pay attention to other people's egos because you'll only notice the darkness and shadows. This focus leads to to fears that goodness is a myth and you're alone and unloved. That's perfect for what we were saying. I know. If you'd like to experience a greater sense of love and be more secure, feel more secure about yourself, then look past the ego that's also the surface conditions of things that are going on around you. See beneath the annoying traits to the place where love and light reside within each person. Steadily gazing at this treasure chest within every individual will uncover a peacefulness that you long forgotten about. The more I see love within everyone, the more I feel inside myself. That is so true. Now, wait, what do you got here? You got a joke? Oh, a little story, story. from when you were a lad. That's right. One day, when he was a lad... Daryl got home early from school. His mom, surprised to see him, asked, Why are you home so early? Because I was the only one that could accurately answer a question in my class. Daryl's mom was delighted. Wow, my son is a genius. 
What was the question? The question was, who was it that hit the principal's head with a spitball? Oh, boy. Are we going to be able to read these? We're going to go... Can we do a Humphreys? This one is... Gabby, the heavenly pit bull, just dropped these down. Thank you for coming down, Gabby. We appreciate it, as always. Mr. French is mad. He said, I'm the one who dragged that in here, guys. Oh, all, right. all right. All right. Susie Thompson from Texas writes, Hey, guys, the next time you talk to our friend Tom Thorpe, can you please send him my love and appreciation? I've been listening to the Finding, it's actually Discovering Eric Butterworth podcasts, and Tom's voice and delivery is like a warm, ultra-luxurious, soft-down comforter that I get wrapped up in each time I listen. Amazing. I was listening this morning and pulled a quote from Tom, and here it is. So often we can ruin a beautiful thing by taking it too seriously. That's exactly what we're talking about. Inspired, I began working on a piece of artwork. That once finished, I donated the proceeds to Unity for all the great work they do. Wow. Wow. Thank you guys for turning me on. I'm glad I turned you on, too. Insert cheeky grin here. Have a great show this week. XOO Susie, a.k.a. Daisy Duke. All right, quick funniest thing from Bob Humphreys in San Diego, California. This is amazing. Yeah, dear Daryl and Ed, wanted to celebrate the memory of Gabby the Postal Pitbull by sharing a funniest thing dog story of my own. My wife and I, a few years back, had taken a vacation to California, San Diego to be exact, and they fell in love with the era. Area. They lived in northern Michigan at the, at the time and decided they would try to find a fun way to move out. He was working in physical therapy and was giving 12 weeks at a time so he could work in uh, different parts of the country, traveling nice. opportunities. After a few months and quite a bit of planning, they found the right job in San Diego. The wife, they loaded up the car with their two dogs, headed to San Diego. We decided to take the northern route and everything was fine until we got to Nebraska. There in Nebraska, we were in a construction zone and the car hit some gravel, began to spin out of control. Everything was fine fine again until we were rolling backwards off the road and a semi came by and hit us so hard that according to the state police, they said the car flipped over at least once. By the grace of God, my wife and I and Luna and Annie, both pit bulls, were fine. But once the car came to a rest, Luna jumped out the window and ran down the freeway. That's sad. So scared. My wife and I were banged up from the accident and could not run and after her to catch her. After the police and paramedics came to, and took us to the hospital, Luna never came back. Some of the folks that came to the crash tried to find her, but they didn't have any luck. We spent the next night in town trying to find it, but they couldn't find uh, the dog. So they left with their rental and their car, their clothes that were on their back. We stopped by the crash site to try and find Luna. We walked around calling her, but she never came back. Because they had to start the next week, we had no choice but to continue to California. As luck would have it, or should I say funniest thing, God began again to work in our lives. There was nothing we could do but pray for Luna's safe return uh, to us. Isn't my, it prayer really works? My wife began to post things on Facebook about Luna and how she went missing after the accident. Uh, people began to notice this. 28 days later, my wife got a message on Facebook that says, hey, I think we have your dog. The lady sent pictures. Luna, who had gone without eating for quite a while, was noticeably skinnier, very scared, but she had, and because they had, she had her tail between her legs. But it was no doubt her. Also, funniest thing, my sister-in-law lives 70 miles from the crash site, and Luna was found 20 miles from the crash oh site. Oh, my God. My sister-in-law drove out to the farm of the people who found Luna and coaxed her into the car with beef jerky treats. What a coincidence. For the next three weeks, Luna stayed with my sister-in-law until we could drive back through Nebraska and pick her up on the way to Michigan. This was five years ago. It doesn't seem like it's been that long. Luna has been diagnosed with Cushing's disease, which affects the thyroid. She's gained quite a bit of weight due, due to this, but she's still the same sweet, lovable Luna that she's always been. Um, God only knows what she went through while she was out there, but we thank God every day that Luna was able to come back to us. God bless you guys. Bob Humphrey. Oh, he's they're from Monroe, Michigan. They posted a picture of Luna on our Facebook page. So everyone can go there to enjoy it. She's actually listening to our show. Yes. The, the beauty of all. Oh, Mary Poppins. Hi, boys. All right. What do you got for us, Mary? Well, Let's let it rip. I'm going to let it rip. What's my, my song sheet? Ready? Uh, yeah. A spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. The medicine go down. The medicine go down. Just a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down in the most delightful way. 
Check out Funniest Thing. Jeremy Roberts, we love you. <laughs> on Facebook or DarylNet.com. But most of all, thank you for being a part of Funniest Thing with DarylNet on Unity Just Online Radio. Full of sugar helps the medicine go down in the most delightful way. Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Central as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA plus Unity Ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash divine 2022 